Welcome to the Your Life Choices podcast. I'm John Deeks. As always, we're here to entertain, inform, and hopefully give you some more insight into various matters that you may not have had before, including... What's the best way to invest once you get to a certain age? And we're talking about retirement, housing, shares, bonds. Let's get an expert on the line who can help us navigate the financial road as we get towards the very end from Pitcher Partners, Andrew Wilson. Hello, Andrew. Welcome. Good afternoon, John. How are you? I'm very well indeed, sir. Thank you very much indeed. And tell me, what does Pitcher Partners do? Pitcher Partners is a national... Uh, accounting and advisory business, but specifically our division is involved in investment advisory, which is in essence just helping people, helping our clients get to a position where they've got sufficient passive investment income to fund a comfortable lifestyle forever and a day. Andrew, for those about to enter into retirement, what are a couple of key points that you think are very, very important? As a starting point, it's probably important to differentiate two things. One is the asset or the investment that you're investing in. So that's the question of, am I investing in shares or property or bonds? And that's going to determine the return that you get and the the ups and downs that you experience along the way. The second question is, through what entity? And what entity means, should I be, be investing in my own name? Should I invest via my super fund? Should I invest via a trust? And the answer to that question, that's really going to determine the amount of tax that you pay on the return that you generate. If uh, I've been working all my life and um, I've been able to, say, get uh, a fair bit in the superannuation, uh, but I've got some cash left over and perhaps my house is almost paid off, is it better to sell my house, make that into a, a fluid or you know, liquidity, if you will? Um, how much liquidity should one have when before the government comes down and goes schmack? Um, so I think the, the first part of your, your question there around uh, how much in superannuation, for us, it's, you always, the starting point is to uh, make the most of superannuation as much as you possibly can because for most retirees, you get, you're going to be in a position where you're not paying any tax at all on the assets that you've built up within superannuation. So it's the, uh, it's the number one in terms of tax-effective vehicles that allow you to save and, and fund your retirement. In terms of physical real estate, look, uh, we encourage everyone to, to have a home and, and to be debt-free as, uh, generally as soon as, as possible. Uh, and that doesn't really change in retirement. But recently, we wrote an article discussing whether the investment property approach is suitable once someone reaches retirement, which is where things can change a little bit. And that's uh, the article that we had on the Your Life Choices website just uh, recently, I believe. Yeah, that's right. Expand on that article, would you please, Andrew? The premise of the article was really looking at physical real estate. So investment into residential real estate has long been a, a favoured investment for Australians. And it's done you know, remarkably well. We're just As a country, particularly in and around the capital cities, we're not building enough property to, to meet the demand for it. So everybody that's invested in, most people that have invested in property in in capital cities over the last few decades have experienced strong price appreciation. Well, I just noticed here, just interrupting, uh, an increase of approximately uh, 5.5% on an average across the last three decades. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, And that's on top of the, the rental return. But worth bearing in mind, you know, this 
averages can be a dangerous thing because if you, you know, if you're not in the capital city, if people in regional areas probably mm. experience a, a different return. And and if you're investing at, at a high point in the market, you know, you're you're also going to have experienced a, a different return. Uh, now, obviously, I'm going to ask you a question, and you're going to go, "What? You should come to us." Um, but uh, try. You and- should come to us. <laughs> <laughs> it, once somebody gets towards the retirement, and you've had your, you know, your local accountant, perhaps, or you've been to one of the, the you know, the large name brand accountants uh, firms. Um, once you get towards the time of retirement, or in fact, if you are in retirement and you want some good advice, uh, and again, not trying to do a, a commercial for for picture partners, but uh, generally speaking, who's the best people to go to? Is it your local accountant down the road or is it an investment company? How can we be sure? Because gosh, you know, we get one chance at looking after our dough when we get over 60, 65, 70. It's a big decision to make. I think the probably important things are you want to be comfortable with the person that's giving you advice. You want to get a sense that firstly, that they understand your situation and what your objectives are uh, and also that they've done it before so that you know something like retirement area uh, retirement planning rather is an area that they advise on frequently the second thing i'd encourage people to look at is just any potential for vested interest ah yes 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 our business is is set up to avoid that as much as possible we purely provide advice we don't receive income from from any other streams such as you know, having our own product. Well, I've got, I've got to ask the question, mate, how do you keep the lights on? We just make sure that we do a good job for our clients so that they... Yes, but you you, you have to get money from somewhere. Oh, yes, correct. So we're, we're what's called fee-for-service. So we, we basically say to our clients, this is what you've told us that you want to achieve. These are the steps that we, we think that you should take to achieve those goals. These will be the benefits to you, and this is the cost of our advice and, and implementing it for you. So, Andrew, of all the people that you see of uh, the uh, the demographic and uh, the position that I'm just talking about in this interview, what is one of the biggest mistakes they can make? Uh, I think the, probably the biggest mistake that a person going into retirement can make is not planning ahead. So, so mm. not having to look at how much am I expecting to be spending each year and how am I actually going to fund it. So too often we see people just taking the approach of, I'm just going to stick my head in the sand and kind of hope it all works out. And if there's a mismatch between the amount of money that you're spending versus the amount of money that your investments are generating, ultimately, you're eventually going to run out of money. So, you know, I can't stress the importance enough of of having a plan from the get-go. And of course, also being very careful uh, that a lot of people's uh, retirement or the pension is not affected. And uh, that is another minefield, isn't it? Yeah, correct. That's right. So when we're looking at what does a person need to fund their retirement, we'd be looking at what are all the income sources available to them. So that would be income from their superannuation or from their investments, as well as age pension if, if they're eligible for it. Andrew, back in the day when my dad retired, he sort of retired and that was it. He went off bowling or whatever he did, never earned another penny. He might have done a a newspaper round or delivered some uh, some leaflets around the the neighborhood but these days and I'm I'm looking at my producer and myself in our 70s we're working and we love working is the formula different in 2024 20, beyond it is and it's it's just that you need to factor that so we always work towards uh, rather than the goal being retirement the goal 
is to make work optional. So you want to be in a position where you you can go to work if you want to work and you enjoy working. You mm. can do as many days, as, as few or as uh, many as you like, but ensure that you're in a position financially that you can always fund your, your, your living costs off your own asset base so you're not forced into going to work. Andrew, I do something I shouldn't do, and that is I check my superannuation far too often. John, you're silly. Mm. So I guess the the danger with doing that is thinking that that there's a message to be taken from the day-to-day changes in value. So when you're looking at your superannuation, it's not a bank account balance. So if it goes up a few dollars or down a few dollars, that's not someone putting money in or taking it out of your account. It's a valuation. It's the value of the assets that back your super fund. And those values, they change day to day. They change within each day. It's not necessarily a, a message that, that you can derive from those those day-to-day changes in value other than just perhaps making yourself feel bad when you're seeing the value <laughs> go down. I'm, I'm looking at my producer again, and uh, he and I both uh, are, are very, very uh, uh, guilty of, of doing that. And it, we know it's not right. We know it's not right, but it's, um, it's, it's too easy to get to, especially with the apps these days, um, to, to check your balance. I've got to say, mate, um, when I look at my superannuation and, and whatever, it scares the heck out of me because I know that's all I've got left. How safe is superannuation? Yeah, look, we're, we're very cognizant of that, that once a person a person uh, who's retiring has spent their lifetime building up those retirement savings and that's all they've got. They haven't got the ability to rebuild it, so preserving that capital and protecting it is paramount. How safe is superannuation? I guess the system itself is, is very safe when you look at that on a global scale. We're kind of the Australian superannuation system is the gold standard. And I guess the checks and balances have changed a lot in the last... Uh decade with uh, the government doing a lot of changes to both how picture partners work and their um, requirements and their checks and balances and and other investment companies as well. Yeah, and it's all been for the better, I think. Most advisors would acknowledge that the industry has been cleaned up. It's far more professional now than what it was a decade ago and and even more so than the the decade prior. So I think all of those changes that have come in have come in for the right, right reason, and they've been difficult for the people, for people like us, for advisors in the industry. But we all acknowledge that it's it's better, it's better for the people that are receiving advice. Well, we've heard what you have to say today, Andrew. And um, if we want to know more, should we call? Should we ring? Should we go online? What's your advice? Uh, look, in terms of finding an advisor, uh, I think you want to look for an advisor that uh, they're purely just an advice firm, someone that's independent of the super funds themselves because those advisors are, are going to be in the, the best position. They're, they're conflict-free uh, in terms of telling you whether the super fund that you're in is the right one to stay in or whether you should be looking at an alternative option. Andrew, there's so many dodgy scams out there and, of course, a lot of our seniors are very vulnerable, as is everybody else, not just us seniors, to uh, to, to getting scammed general advice from you, sir? If it sounds too good to be true, then it, then it generally is. Yeah, so you, I, you've spoken to my dad, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, this, I actually had my dad ring me a couple of weeks ago and he said that his neighbour from across the street who's in his 70s 
came over to him and said, oh, you wouldn't believe it. Like, I've got a phone call. It's, uh, it's something crypto-related. I don't really understand it, but can make a lot of money out of it in a really short period of time. Oh, no. And he rang me. Fortunately, he didn't go ahead with it, but when he rang, I said, look, it just goes with the old saying. It's something like that. It's just too good to be true. Nobody's going to be uh, rigging you up with an idea that's that good that nobody's ever thought of before. Andrew, to wrap up our conversation today, and thank you for giving up your time. I know you're very busy. Uh, we've been through quite a bit of volatility, and hopefully 24 and beyond is just going to be a little bit calmer, but who knows. Uh, what is your advice to folks who've uh, been looking at their superannuation bouncing all over the place? There's probably two pieces of advice that I have. Is, is One is take an interest and have an understanding of what your superannuation is invested in. Because when you're going through those periods of volatility where you're seeing the balance go up and down, it's a lot easier to ride out the storm if you understand what you're invested in and you have confidence that those investments are going to see through this period of volatility. The second piece of advice is to remain patient. You do go, markets do go through periods where they don't really go anywhere or they go backwards. But we've seen time and time and time again, if you continue holding on to good quality assets, you will get good returns over the long term. Andrew, thank you for giving up your time today. We do appreciate it. Uh, Andrew Wilson from Pitcher Partners. And uh, if you take some of that advice, I'm sure it'll help you go on the right path. Andrew, thank you for your time. We do appreciate it. And thank you for supplying that article as well to Your Life Choices. It's been my pleasure. Thank you for having me. We hope that that was of interest to you. And as I say, if uh, you have any questions at all, make sure that you go to an advisor who you can trust and who is qualified to give you that advice. And this is John Deeg saying I look forward to talking to you again on our next Your Life Choices podcast. Your Life Choices.